All right. We are back. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Armbar Chronicles. I am your boy, Young Smuff Diggy. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Young What's up, y'all? This is uh, Dr. Odass Demetrius. And as stated earlier, this is the Armbar Chronicles, where we bring you conversations about this good-ass wrestling and things that we see on social media. Straight from the timeline. Straight straight from the timeline. So how you guys been? What's been going on? Young Cliff, fresh off the plane from... Uh... <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, you went to the Bahamas? <clears throat> nah, bro. Jacksonville Beach, bro. Same thing. Let the people know, man. Oh, man just Stunting on them in the COVID. Exactly. No, <laughs> I avoided all of that shit. I just had to get. I just had to get get away, bro. Like I told y'all, man. That the cabin, the cabin fever was hitting different, man. So I was like, shoot, might as well just. I got these hours. Let's use them. Most of the time was was on the balcony, listening to the water. And yeah, but other than that, I said I needed it. It's always good to to refocus and refresh sometimes. And it's, no one knows no one knows we need it now. So, so that, that's pretty much it, man. Was, I went dolo. So again, I had to worry about nobody else. I was trying to check for any, anybody or anything. I had my own barrier set up. <laughs> and if I went up on the beach, bro, I was like, "No, nah, man, we got 30, we got thirty foot perimeters and shit, man." So, what about you, old ass Demetrius? Oh man, uh, so me, man, I'm just uh, what was our last episode? April, somewhere around there. Yeah, nothing's changed with me, man. I'm still in Wisconsin with it. I'm still quarantining, staying away from everybody, including white people. Um. Washing my hands, it's just you know working from home, protesting. Uh, yeah, protesting. You know I'm in Wisconsin. Uh, a lot going on up here. Yeah, yeah. stay strong, brother. Just mm-hmm. stay strong, brother. I'm trying to man, it's, it's you know, it's, it's difficult for everyone. We're gonna get into it, but um, yeah, man, I've, I've been good, man. Just you know, I'm I'm like Young Cliff. I'm getting that cabin fever. Uh, really, I just want to come home, but. Niggas in Georgia don't know how to do anything correctly, so I'm staying away from Georgia for the time being. Uh, um, but I mean, it is what it is, man. I'm good right now. Young Smile, how you been, man? Hey, man, I've been chilling. All right. You know, <laughs> that's all I got. Word. There we go. All Nothing right. <laughs> all right. Let's get into it. So, first topic. Young Cliff, break us down for everything that happened in on Raw. Um, before we talk about talk about everything that happened with Raw, just a quick question: what, what do y'all think of the Thunderdome so far? For uh, for those of our listeners who may not be following wrestling too tough, <laughs> Thunderdome is a uh, WWE's new uh, home, and they have these screens with <laughs> several of the WWE universe 
where we can be at home and act like, you know, we're in the stands. So like it's a the NBA. Cool concept. Go ahead. Say so like the NBA. Yeah, just like the NBA. Just like the NBA. Um, I, I'm on board with it as long as they, you know, had a few mishaps. Of course. A few KKK members. But hey, man. Hey, even in the appearance by Chris Benoit, apparently. Hey, man, you know, from, from you know, from the grave. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's been cool though. I actually, um, I I, I, I think I, I don't know if I told y'all, but I signed up for the Thunderdome and I got selected for Monday Night Raw, but oh. I didn't do it because fuck that, and I got a job. Yeah, so I know a couple of people who did get selected, yeah. uh, for SmackDown, but they had a nine thirty call time. Yeah, so they basically yeah. had to log in at nine thirty. So y'all about to get this this good commercial break and this last minute segment and then you log off. Yeah. Like, I'm good on that. But, uh, I mean, the, the Thunderdome is good because at the end of the day, you want the audience to still feel engaged because for the past, what, six or seven months now, it's kind of been, okay, we see y'all, but we, there's really, like, no emotional attachment. Um, right. So it's kind of trying to bring that back as best as we can. Um, hopefully, it can get better as far as having fans actually in there. Um, we can, we really can only know that by how AEW um, is conducting their business. Because they are actually having fans in the yep. arena now. Uh, but that really all depends on if COVID cases are coming back after that. So only time will tell if we'll actually get wrestling fans back. Because we know wrestling fans can be kind of rambunctious. Especially when something is happening that is very exciting. So... We'll see, but with the Thunderdome, yeah, like you said, we had it's a it's a couple of mishaps. Um, yeah. They may need to do a little better on their vetting of audience members. You got KKK, you got people putting screenshots of Chris Benoit who murdered his whole family. You got people sleeping. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a lot of people sleeping. <laughs> Like they just sleep, bro. They just be in their bed with the like the covers to their chin in a in a strong rim sleep. Just slob on the pillow. Just just in the front row of the digital screen. But yeah, I'm a little surprised uh, that uh, you know knock on wood. But wrestling fans are a little, not a little. Re- wrestling fans are weird. Yes. I'm surprised no one kind of exposed themselves yet. Oh, it's 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 All gonna right. happen. I think well, somebody. Yeah, you put it in the air, Demetrius. You already put it in the air, bro. It's it's gonna happen, man. Like, like <laughs> niggas are weird out here. What's the next biggest thing? Survivor Series. Yeah. So yeah. if if we are still in, like, no audience by Survivor Series. I don't think nobody did it at SummerSlam because everybody wanted to get the feel of it. Yeah. So Survivor Series, it's, it's about to get real explicit. Because niggas is weird. 
what you talking about, right? What you what you think about it, young cook? Uh, again, it's um idea that you're glad to see Mandarin actually doing something to actually switch it up and actually try to engage the fans at home since they can't be in person. Again, it's a it's a good idea on paper, but as we see with all brand new ideas, the execution is going to be a little lacking at first. So again, you're gonna to have to you have to you know re-examine betting, betting practices. So re-examine you know exactly how you can avoid avoid you know having having racists and killers and and and, and folks in slobbing and pillow sleep showing up in the very front row of your shows, but. Like I said, I I definitely can't hate the idea. I like it. As y'all see, we got power, we got power technics back. They actually it actually looks like a full show, but instead of a physical audience, we actually see like I said the virtual screen. So like I said, I like the idea, but obviously they have a lot of kinks to still work out. So we'll just see how it goes. You no, know, between now and whenever audiences come back. Yeah. They just had to get they had to get the fuck up out of the performance center though, cause that shit yeah. went man. Like it was cool Agreed. for the time being, it was good, but like man, I I honestly stopped watching it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Like, like this said, is, on YouTube. This is probably the first oh. week that I actually like sat down and saw Raw. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. Everybody's moving in the right direction. Um, yep. Just trying to make adjustments, be as agile as possible in this time. There we go. But yeah. But to to raw raw in general. So I don't know how long McIntyre is going to be out, man. But apparently he's he's punted into you know whenever. And now we have we have the young man Keith Lee finally made his Raw debut. Boom! And his very first pay per view match is against the Viper, Ran Man himself. Ran Man, the the best heel ever. The goat, nigga. The the, the greatest heel, hands down. I don't care about his wrestling matches. I don't want to see. I don't want to see him wrestle anybody. I just want to see him build up to the wrestling match and then forfeit. That'll be the him, best thing. I want him to beat up my childhood favorites. Yes. <laughs> to prove that he's the meanest person on the roster, bro. Like, I mean, you went from him building up the greatest wrestling match. How do you build up a match as a heel and all you're doing is saying, hey, we're going to have a regular match? No stipulations. Like, no stipulations yeah, like, this is a regular match. And it was just, it's like, damn, Randy's an asshole. Why would you have Edge do a regular match? Ram Man's the greatest. I've never they sold that bitch. They sold that bitch yeah, I've never seen yeah. that. Like I was I was talking to y'all and a couple of homeboys when it happened. I was like, man, I've never seen so much build up and so much anxiety and 
anticipation for a match with no stipulations. We're gonna have a match. That's that's it. And now he Ran Man has punted Christian and Big Show and Ric Flair and punted uh, Drew McIntyre twice, even though for some reason Drew McIntyre has the strongest head in the world because after getting punted twice, he still ran out to the ring, but that's neither here nor there. And now, Ran Man is going to welcome Keith Lee. But let's, let's talk about Keith Lee real quick. Keith Lee is the youngest, oldest looking nigga I ever seen in my life. And when he came to NXT, I was like, okay, I know Keith Lee. I know what he's about. And Triple H actually did a good job in blessing us with Keith Lee matches, especially those 15 matches that he had with Dijakovic. <laughs> but I'm a little worried about the direction that we are heading while he's on main. Because, um, what's up? No, I was, I was just about to say, you can't help but to be worried because he's not under the, he's not under the care of Triple H anymore. He's under Vince McMahon's care. So you can't help but to be like, yeah, mm. this. I mean, because it's, it's like, okay, we're putting him in a program with the top heel, which is cool. Cool, I get that. Ram Man is the top heel. But the fact that as soon as he gets on main, we basically did a whole repackaging. We done seen this huge man shirtless with this music for the past three years. And now, all of a sudden, he loses. He becomes the transitional champion of NXT. Loses that. Goes on main. Changes music. Vince says, ill. Put on the singlet. Now he's in there with singlets and Samoa Joe shorts. What the fuck did he have on? I don't know. That's why I'm worried, though. It's like, y'all, this this isn't Bishop Keith Lee that I'm used to. But we shall see. I just, I just hope they do right by him, but I don't know. Vince is not the type of person to push two black people. And it seems like the push is coming from Big E over the on SmackDown, right? So do we think that Big E and Keith Lee can both have a big push at the same time? Oh god no. Because Vince is going to confuse them. Yep. Like you get Ahmed Johnson? Yeah, you got Swoller, Swoller Ahmed Johnson, and then he turns around and said, oh, Ahmed Johnson, you got fat. Got to hit the gym, pal. Vince, that's, that's Keith Lee, Vince. Shut up. I ain't going to lie. I love Keith Lee because... No man his size to do those moves. Like when him and Dijakovic was were having matches, I'm like, dog, this is the most dangerous, beautiful thing. Because Dijakovic is like six seven, flipping, 
Keith Lee a good 340 flipping. Yeah. And these niggas don't get hurt. Niggas is bad as fuck, man. No, not at all. But, guys, can I, can I go back and actually touch on something? What you just said earlier this month about Keith Lee being the transitional NXT champion just in order to get him up to the main. What, what do we all th- think about that? I mean, yes, he was the first double to NXT North American and NXT World Champions, but again, I I, I can't remember the the world champion the world championship now. Like I said that thing literally lasted less than a month, and again, I I, I thought he was I thought especially everything that he's done has showed that he he can absolutely put on. He's helped carry the brand. You know, for the past three years, and I mean, I understand because star power wise, I think if Vince McMahon does right by Keith Lee, there's absolutely no reason why Keith Lee can't be one of the biggest stars in WWE. I'm saying that he has the mic skills. We all know he has the wrestling skills, so there's absolutely no reason. That's one of the things is you have to. Re- Survivor Series or maybe another show where uh, the main versus NXT when it came to the men Keith Lee was always at the forefront 
So mm-hmm. there was always like a mini shove. We're going to get this young man into that space, right? Mm-hmm. But we still need to do some things on the back end, whether that be, okay, we're going to have these matches where you become the NXT North American champion, build you up like that to the point where you become, I believe, uh, you have this great campaign against Adam Cole. And you know, in NXT, right now, Adam Cole is the biggest name NXT has as far as an all-around superstar. So for him to do that, and then I believe become the first double champ, boom, we already have you solidified. Now, all we got to do, you're solidified here. So when we bring you up to Maine, it's a wrap. You're already blessed. But we gotta get yep. we gotta get these belts off of you first. Yeah. So the fact that that and that was the that was the biggest issue, the way that they put got both of the belts off of him was just kinda weird to the point mm-hmm. where, okay, you wanna fight Adam Cole so you can have both belts. You beat Adam Cole. The next night, you say, you know what? I don't want this belt. So you just vacate that belt. And then a month after you win the NXT championship, you get beat by Karrion Cross. So we don't really have a big campaign. Like, that was the weird thing. So you had all of this momentum leading, leading up to battling carrying cross and you just lose sort of clean that's how we bring you up to Maine with none of the momentum that we we brought we gave you for this past year of building you up and I think what actually made it made it weirder y'all is the fact that usually before there's a big call up there's you Young Cliff that's like okay Keith Lee Keith Lee coming in and I don't know about you all man but I don't remember reading any reading any rumors even before it almost like like you said Smuff, it's, it's weird and it almost felt like it came out of left field with it all so yeah like I said I understand I understand exactly what WWE is trying to do so that both you all Young, <laughs> young Cliff. Yeah, young Cliff. We are back. <laughs> it's old school. Yeah. old listeners, y'all remember these days? For old listeners, you already know Young Cliff. Internet is terrible. You, it used to be me, y'all. Y'all remember that? Yeah, I was about to say you used to be Demetrius, man. Good, it's a good thing, night, bro. But yeah. Yeah, that was I mean, that was the only thing. Like it was just like you said, it was out of left field. The build up wasn't wasn't good, so that's where the, the worry really comes from. To the point that now you've changed his whole not personality, but his whole look and feel of yeah. what we were used to during the build up. Man, fans was pissed online though. They said uh 
people were. I think he was even. I think Keith Lee was even trending uh, when he made his debut uh, this past Monday. People were just saying, "Y'all changed his look. Y'all changed his music. Like it just, it just didn't seem the same." And I mean, we can. Some people said, "Let's just wait and see," but I think we, we've seen this movie before. WWE doesn't have a good track record with NXT stars and bringing them up. So I hope this is different with uh, the good brother Keith Lee. Uh, but we'll see, man. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm holding out hope, um, but we'll see. We're, we're rooting for you, Keith. Right. What, what do we have? What do we have next? Anything else happen on Raw that is noteworthy? What else? Oh, her business has been doing their thing. AKA not the nation of domination. Black loan sharks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they look like. And I respect it because it's black. This is the blackest thing I've seen on WWE that wasn't y'all whiteys holding us down and I'm from the streets <laughs> because everybody in the 90s their gimmick was I'm from the streets I'm a I'm a rat to the ring thank you Mabel <laughs> what was homie name Mo no <laughs> salute yeah. Oh, yeah. Men, men on a mission, mission. Yeah. Like you had you had men on a mission rapping? That sounds like Duh. a gay point. <laughs> we, we back, nigga. The first incarnation of the nation of domination had Farouk walking with uh, Clarence Mason, the lawyer, and uh, Buddy from DOA, the biker man, and two white guys rapping. It was the weirdest thing, but they had to rap to the ring because Farouk was from the streets. And don't forget, Ahmad Johnson was also from the streets. Who else was Black Mia? Mabel was from the streets. Yeah. Were those the only black people? I think those might have been the only black people back then. That was it, man. The Rock wasn't from the streets, though. Probably the only one say he was from oh. the street. And Make a Difference Fatu was from the streets. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. They ain't from the streets no more right now. They they loan shark it. But no, nah, I, I like the Hurt Business. Yeah, yeah. I like it too. I like it too. I like it a lot. I just hope they, I hope they do something with it. I think uh, it's all about consistency. I feel like Vince will get tired of some shit and be like, look, we're going to scrap it. And he'll be like, wait, they're not on the, they're not doing anything anymore? What happened to them? So I just hope, I hope they continue, man, get some momentum. Um, I, I'm liking everything they're doing right now. I think um, a lot of people have been taking advantage of this quarantine, and MVP's probably at the top of that list. Yeah. Um, he's been benefiting tremendously from this time, and it's just like I'm liking everything he's doing. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, you put somebody... Now, I'm just saying, you put somebody who actually can can speak on the mic with people who 
aren't necessarily known with for their mic skills, a la Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin, and you get a whole different aura to the point where those men can actually show their skills in the ring while you have somebody just popping shit. So that's why I think that this group is can can mold themselves into something, and hopefully I just need them to bring in two more people, just so they can be helped as well or put on a higher a higher level um, of notoriety. That being Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, you know you get those two in there, and they have a mouthpiece. There we already know they're great in the ring. They just need somebody to talk for them. Because we all know, at least in WWE, if you can't talk or you don't have a mouthpiece, you're going to struggle. Yeah. Yep. And again, who who would have thought in 2020 that MVP, like you said, like you said, me, would be one of the top Actually, one of the top five performers in in all of the business right now. It's and again, it's a simple concept. You put somebody who can actually talk for guys who can't talk for themselves. Again, yep. you're building strength on top of a strength. It's something that wrestling companies, WWE included, that's that's what they did back in the day, and it's just seems like you know ever since they went to a bigger product, they just forget a lot of the sweet science that, that went into actually making stars or just putting putting together this good programs period and, and like like you said Smuff I'm, I think Cedric and Ricochet definitely I think would need the would need the rub instead of from from you know P as well that would be that would that would definitely you know be a great a great look Hopefully, you know, we might actually see it sooner rather than later, but we definitely have, have to give a shout out there and just to let our listeners in on just a short history lesson. I mean, we we talked about the nation and even though yes it was yes there was black people talking about yes, why why these keeping us down? But if you look back at the members, the nation actually did its job and actually put everybody on who who was supposed to? You have two Hall of Fame, two future Hall of Famers, Farouk and and The Rock. You have a world champion. As you have world champion, of course, and one of the top five most popular wrestlers of all time. Again, in Dwayne Johnson. You I have, thought you were talking about D'Lo. <laughs> I just about to get to him. <laughs> D'Lo held down the mid card at the European Championship for a smooth year. So basically, almost any Mark Henry. Too, another another world champion and, and Hall of Famer. So everybody who was pretty much in that group actually found found their footing footing afterwards. So the nation of domination did its job, y'all. Nation did its job. All right. Um. So we good on we good on Raw. The happenings of Raw. The key the key points of Raw. Oh. Retribution destroy the Mysterios. Good. Man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> y- 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 y'all have any kind of thoughts on? Oh, okay. 
I, I see exactly what y'all think about about the Mysterios, though. But no, no thoughts on no thoughts on Fake and Tifa. Not yet. Not until we know what's going on. Nope. Because I don't know why are you here. It's a it's a whole <laughs> pandemic outside. Stop, stop beating me the fuck up and go <laughs> go go uh go protest or something, nigga. Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait on that. Go, go protest or something, nigga. Who, who said that? Where did that come from? No, I need. A, I need a nap. <laughs> You've been in Wisconsin for too long, brother. <laughs> but no, young club. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting, man. I'm, you know, I'm cool. I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I'm just like. All right, what the fuck is this? Let's see what what are we doing? They they they, they got to figure something out quick though. What? Because uh, <laughs> I'm starting to be like, all right, man. Dude, somebody stop fucking with the lights and take a mask off these niggas so we figure out what the fuck's going on. We all know Vince and Bruce ain't the ain't the greatest at paying off. So there might be a chance that in two weeks ain't no retribution no more. I actually thought, to keep, to keep it real, y'all, I actually thought this angle would have got dropped three weeks ago, honestly. <laughs> I would have, I thought it would have been got dropped. Like you said, you can't pay this off. There was no good payoff to this. And like you said, it's like, Cause, why? Because was it, was it this week where it looked like they've added more people to Retribution? Yeah, it's like it six like, and eight. It, yeah, more people and the, and the people aren't even probably going to even be you know, real members, quote-unquote, of the group. Yeah. They just add people, just add as many people as they need to for the show, it seems like. Because it was like, I don't know if they were beating up Braun Strowman or what, but it looked like it were 15 niggas out there. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. If it's 15 people, didn't y'all fire like 20? How y'all get 15? New people. It ain't adding up. It's weird. You can't have a 15-man group. No. Not unless you Wu-Tang. And they were, for the, they were for the children. Always. Anything yeah. else on this role? What's happening? Uh, Raw Underground? Oh. Yeah. I don't care. You guys can talk about that. Uh, I mean, I think I'm more optimistic. The, the pandemic has made me more optimistic when it comes to just, I just want to see some different shit, man. Just try shit. If it don't work, eh, you tried it. We in a uh, pandemic, whatever. What the fuck ever, man. So, I'm not... What I, else you got to do? <laughs> it was cool. It was cool for what it was, man. Uh, I don't see it lasting, clearly. Um, so, I think it is what it is. It was something cool. Something different from the performance center that we saw in previous weeks. It was like a, a nice change of pace. Um, but I mean, here's what it is. Uh Shane McMahon did his best uh Dana White impression <laughs> every week. So that was that was funny to see. Uh, uh but other than that, man, eh, like it, eh, it was alright. I mean you give it people you give people stuff to do, because you know, not everybody even on a three hour show. We, we all see how hard it is to get everybody 
know, some sort of meaningful time on said show. So if it's just a little something, you know, if, if hey, if Shayna Baszler can come on there and like three minutes squash like five chicks, then why not? If Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler can actually find his footing <laughs> in, in, in Raw Underground, hey, why not? Like you said, like you said, me, why not? So, no. Well, yeah, that's all I got on that, man. Y'all want to move on to SmackDown? You got to give them this commercial break. Oh, shit, I forgot. Y'all forgot about these commercial breaks. It's been six months since the commercial break. We ain't had no ads on this podcast. <laughs> I ain't watched a commercial since March. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so <clears throat> commercial break. The breakdown of Raw is sponsored by the untimely passing of Chadwick Bozeman. Oh, man. A.K.A. the Young Black Panther. Damn, bro. What say you guys? That, that, was, that was a tough It's still a tough one, man. Like, still. I, I think it was because Young Smug, we was talking before we, uh, uh, before we came on, on air. Uh, it was just surprising, man. Like, like you said, you mentioned it. This felt like Kobe. How, like it was just came out, came out of nowhere. So when I when I saw the news, I came to the group. I was like, man, twenty twenty one took Chadwick Boseman, and niggas was like, what? Um, but yeah, man, it was just you know, it's just kind of like a microcosm of how this year has been going. Like it's just been like, damn, nigga, what else? Um. But yeah, man, it's, it, it it was just completely surprising. Just took everyone off guard. Um, but yeah, that was a tough one, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's one of the things where, again, you you still hear it, and it, it, it just doesn't ring right. Just like with Kobe's passing, it just does not ring right. And I actually, and I actually, you know, got got a news alert you know, on my phone. You know about it. I, I just had to double take it, just like I did with with Kobe's passing. And it's, it just shows again that you have to give flowers to give give flowers to the living. I mean, we've we all know how talented of an actor Chadwick Boseman was. He was, you know, definitely highly lauded even before Black Panther. And with him him, you know, playing playing in Black Panther, you realize, you know, how big he was. At least he's he solidified in cinema history, you know, forever because of that. And it's like I said, just 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 give the flowers to the to the living people. Life life is a guarantee to anybody, and we it's it's not guaranteed and. We aren't guaranteed, you know, to to you know see just to see it all the way through. So be mm. be appreciative of one another. Stop. Stop be being towards each other. Just give 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 the flowers to the living. Give mm. the flowers to the living, y'all. But but like I told uh, young Mitras before we got on air, before airtime or whatever, um, it is. A sad story. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is a sad story, but at the same time, it is very inspirational. You know, yeah. to the point where 
it's really a story of you can do anything that you can put your mind to as long as you have the determination the willpower and the consistency to get through whatever you're going through this man was fighting a four-year battle with colon cancer meaning that he was doing he was doing chemo he was doing surgeries I'm pretty sure he was feeling like shit, but at the same time, he was filming all of these movies. And we know, at least for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the the hours of dedication that you need, especially from your body, to get through those movies. And other movies that he did along the way I know there were a couple of Netflix originals that he's done in the past two years or so this man has this man has done at least about six or seven movies in these past four years that you're battling this he was, he, he was pretty much the new Sam Jackson the hardest working man in Hollywood yeah, and it's, it's like it's it's an inspiration to me for someone who has a late night part-time job and doesn't want to get up in the morning to get coffee. So it's like this man was going to chemo and learning lines at the same time. Yep. So yeah, it's it's all fucked up, but at the same time, I still I take something from it. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. That's all we can do. Anything else before we get into this good smackdown? Rest in peace, Chadwick. Rest in peace to the legend, man. The blackest of Panthers. He played. No, he played every black leader that we done had. Yep. (laughs) Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. And Black Panther? He's the blackest actor we've ever oh. seen. The range. <laughs> Nigga. He played everybody. Yeah, man. You know how black people black people kill he played. No no grandma. He was an actor. He didn't play anything. <laughs> he, hey, that, played, he played in no that's, grandma. That shit wild. <laughs> that shit wild when you think about it, dog. This nigga went from James Brown to Black Panther. In like yeah. a year. Yeah. Jane Brown. Jane Brown did a lot of coke. <laughs> if you ever get a chance, please. No, well, first of all, this is no James Brown slander. No, never. We love, we love James. I am, I am from the home of James Brown. I will never <laughs> slander that young man, but I also will say he did a lot of drugs. And he, he was in a... Bruh. So I was reading yearly. I read up on James Brown's life, right? As you should. Go this ahead. this young man had a beef, right? And you, everybody think rap beef is something. No, sixties R and B beef was out here. That was real. That was real. Bruh, James James Brown had beef with a guy named Joe Tex. James uh. Brown. James Brown ran off on Joe with the thing on him in the club. 
what did James Brown do? Did he just wave it in the air to scare him? No, because he was on cocaine. He shot that bitch in the club because of R&B beef. No. <laughs> Listeners, we, we about to talk about some old nigga shit. But, uh, <laughs> uh, who, who, oh, oh uh, Bobby Womack and Sam Cook had beef. So, if you ever get a chance, look up the Bobby Womack and Sam Cook beat. Hey, man, Bobby Womack was a dirty nigga, man. Both of them. What? Yeah. What? Boy. Yeah. He made a song. He, dude, if he actually make a song about, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm really cheating. I'm really cheating, you know, on my best, cheating, you know, with my best friend's wife. Yeah. No. He's pretty grimy. No, bro, that that's not it. The dirtiest thing, my young man at the Sam Cook funeral was in Sam Cook's clothes. Yeah, he wore his clothes. He wore his clothes to his funeral. My nigga, if you don't take my fucking clothes off. I'm in this casket, I'll still whoop your ass. Get out my clothes. Is that my girl? Is that my girl? <laughs> what is going on? And I'm dead. What the fuck? Bobby Womack, dirty. Sixties R and B. Is that a new segment? Sixties R and B. Sounds like hey. potential. Hey man, sixties R and B was te- it was terrifying. Like niggas was really out here. Nigga, nigga, bust out in the ballot, pull out the yapper. <laughs> Talking about yeah. his baby left him. The chopper singing falsetto for real, bro. Like it's, it was I'm scary. Well, y'all out there also look up the eyes of these two, man. I'm saying Ron Ozzy also, bro. Yeah, all these brothers were real gangsters out here. All them niggas had guns. All of them in them tight ass clothes. Every single one of them. And razor blades. Hey man, them the no, them niggas was thugged out in them tight ass bell bottoms and glittery halter top shirts. All them niggas did. They did a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> they, had, they had a lot of guns. Yeah. And, and wore bell bottoms. With glitter. <laughs> with glitter on them. With glitter on them. And the platform shoes. With a blouse. Well, they will fuck you up. And a perm. And I will beat your fucking ass right Sixties <laughs> and seventies are in beef. They were a wild time. All right, that was fun. Smackdown. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Oh, no. Oh. What, man? How we get from R.I.P. to Chadwick uh-huh. to 60s R&B? Because we talked about Chad's range, man. Chad had range. Yeah. And he it. just so happened to play James Brown. And then, boom. Don't give me an opening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'll be back. That's it. But yeah, bro. Um, the big dog is back. With big teeth, I see you. We see you <laughs> roaming. With these. I just. What's up? Uh, I just want to shout out to Twitter. Hey, they were calling Roman Reigns everything under the sun. <laughs> And I have a few of them for you all today. 
Oh yeah. Please, please do share. They call him uh, Teeth Lee. They call him uh, Crest Rollins. And and I laughed at all of them. <laughs> really, because it was just weird. Like I'm watching, I'm watching SummerSlam, and I was like, "Oh shit, Roman's back!" And then as soon as he started opening his mouth. I was like, this nigga got new teeth. They were white. Not spaced out. And I'm like, ooh. He done spent all the COVID getting new teeth. Yeah. He didn't fool us. <laughs> you knew exactly what, happened, what was happening. Uh, of course. We're gonna, <laughs> Randy Orton made it known. Rand Man. <laughs> the greatest heel. Made it known that he got new teeth. Roman might have wanted to keep it under the radar. Not Ram Man. Ram Man was right there with the memes. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good feud that I wouldn't want to see finish because I don't want to see neither one of them wrestle each other. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Uh, Roman Reigns showed up at uh, at SummerSlam. I guess that was the so SummerSlam had this moniker. You'll never see it coming, and I guess it was uh, Roman. So, well, I'm glad to see Roman back, man. You know, and it's especially yeah. if this to this guy. If this guy is who we got, jump man, he would have been in a whole lot better position position than he is now, man. That's the thing about it, bro. He he came back. It's it's simple. It's like his new shirt says: "Wreck shop and leave." That is your strength. Wreck shop, leave, talk shit. Like you said, I beat everybody down. Who said that he beat the Fiend down? He beat Braun Strowman down. Talk shit, no. What you don't? Know? We don't need. We don't need suffering, sabotage, Roman Reigns, bro. It's a pay to demand strength and and be on the way. You don't realize that you miss somebody until they're gone. So honestly, like when SummerSlam came and all of a sudden, I saw these ugly ass spears. I was like, oh shit. I guess I did miss Roman. But yeah, so it's, it's good to see him back on the on the TV screen with the teeth. Um I know I know we have Bailey and Sasha doing their thing. Oh, oh, oh before we go on, and he's and he's also hooked up with Paul Heyman apparently. Yeah. When do y'all see this going? A weird heel turn. That's probably not going to pay off the way that we want because we're so excited about it. So we got these high expectations. So it's going to be like a heel turn for a week and then Roman is going to turn on Paul and then he's going to be a baby face with new teeth. What, man? <laughs> yeah, I... I... I agree with you, young smoke. I, I think um, I mean I'm, a, I'm 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 excited to see where it goes, but I feel like that I feel like Paul Heyman isn't going to have that creative control because surprisingly Vince is probably going to be like, y'all slow this shit down. I need Roman as a a baby face. So I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. I'm um, it's a nice change. It is it is weird. No one saw this coming. Um, but you know, I'm interested to see where it goes. Hey, I got a question for you guys. I know we don't really go 
go behind the curtain and really talk about super backstage things that happen. We try to keep it kind of in ring. But how do you guys feel now that apparently, you know, there there was beef between AJ and Paul, right? Mm -hmm. AJ asked to move to SmackDown because Paul was on Raw. And he didn't want to deal with Paul at all because of how the good brothers were treated. AJ's still on SmackDown. Paul is now on SmackDown. Yep. Do we think that's going to stay and they could, you know, just stay, be cordial or just stay away from each other? Or do we think that there's a potential for a draft to come and AJ's going back to Raw? I think they can both be. I think they can both be cordial, man. I think, especially because I'm, I'm pretty sure Heyman is just talented at this point. So yeah. he may not have, yeah, he may not have control. And not to go back, but if Edge and Matt Hardy can work together, anybody can. If Bill Collector can battle Hitman Holler, I think anyone can like get past anything. So I'm, you know, I, I think they can get past it. Honestly, what you think, young Cliff? Uh, well, I really have nothing else to add to that. Like you said, this it's not like Cayman has any direct control over AJ's character. AJ's character now. So like you said, he's talent, and just like just like our workplaces, where we actually you know we're physically going to our workplaces. There's a lot of people that we, we can't stand working with, but we just, you know, keep it pushing because we we got bills to pay out here and we ain't trying to live up, trying to, you know, get kicked out of our respective, you know, crib. So, yeah, I mean, just keep it pushing. That's true. I hate I'm Sarah from uh, fucking accounting, but, you know, need a job. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sarah. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Um, <laughs> Sasha and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey. Man. All right. So oh, yeah. the role models. Yeah, the, the golden role, role models. models. Sasha and Bailey have been doing great work as far as um, just being on every single goddamn show. Every show. I like I like the way that you know they both kind of finessed the game if you think about it after last year's Wrestlemania they said you know what we're going to take this break y'all going to see how much we're worth they come back you know it was kind of a bumpy ride and then all of a sudden boom both of them are in the limelight doing their thing to the point where they are the women's division on main you know so that's a that's a good look, and I, I think we're finally going into the right direction of the the build up to the proper match at Mania for Sasha and Bailey, not the bullshit that they tried two years ago. But now we're getting a proper, long, drawn out, slow burning story. That, that this has played out for the longest. These people, they came back together. They won the tag team titles. Bailey won the women's title. 
Sasha finessed herself into a women's title. Now she's lost it. There's a potential for them to lose the tag team titles at payback. And now all we have is just Bailey's belt. And Sasha wants to be a champion. Can we milk that until Mania? Or do we blow... We blow the load at the Royal at the Royal Rumble. Either way, when it happens, I know it's going to be on one of the big four. Has to. That is the question, bro. I'm just I'm just excited about storytelling, man. Yeah. Letting this shit yeah. Be. Like, I feel like um, maybe in previous years or even months, they would have rushed this, and they would have fucking. Uh, had the big blow off at probably like uh, payback tomorrow. Yeah, like payback or SummerSlam. Like it would have been over already. It would have been like a three week feud or some shit. Um, but then they haven't rushed it. They've been like kind of revealing what's going to happen a little bit here and there. It uh, kind of just showing us real storytelling, what it's supposed to look like. So I'm, I'm I'm excited about it. I think it's really good. Like 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 Young Spuds mentioned. They about to take the tag. Hopefully, to go ahead and take the tag titles off of them. So now the only belt is Bailey. So what are you gonna do then? Uh, but yeah, man, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I think it's uh it's worth the wait. I think they definitely did a power move by after after Mania was that last year or two years ago I think I can't remember but they took off. It was like look y'all niggas gonna miss us and they went game plan probably figured it out. Especially with Sasha, she wanted to figure some shit out, and they, and they work, man. Like they running this shit now. Yeah, more, more MVPs, MVPs in WWE during the COVID era. And you said them, is it them? MVP, you know, is it the MVP on Raw? And also, I know, I know you've been wanting to do this, do the segment before Obama beat. But so we also need to give a shout out to to Sonya Deville as well. Like I said, that not only you know her. Her her character work, I think she has been you know an outstanding outstanding heel for you know the time that she's she's you know been here. It's sad that that some weirdos had to take you know her joy in joy you know in, in something that that she loved and clearly was great at. And I hope that you know whatever <laughs> she needs to work through, she. She gets worked through. I'm glad that it, that things played out the way they did. You know, she 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 didn't get hurt, man. I said that nothing, n- nothing. Well, let me just say this. What you got to say? It's bad. You gonna say it? What's going on, bro? You there? Yeah, man. Oh, all right. Uh, just to get some backstory, so uh, to what Young Cliff was saying, Sonya Deville had a attempted. Uh, there was a guy trying to trying to kidnap her, and we don't know what he else he had planned. I know he had some tapes, some other shit. Every he had the kidnap starter pack. He had the the Amber off. Alert purse was yeah. on him. So, but thank thank God, like Sonya's okay. Um, physically, mentally, we don't know. We do know that apparently, I don't know if it's storyline wise, but she is off of TV currently. 
Um, I don't know if you all have read anything, if this is true or she's just taking a break. I haven't heard anything, but um, yeah, man, it's just an unfortunate situation. Glad she's all right. But yeah, man, wrestling niggas, uh, wrestling fans, and it just niggas are weird, man. Yeah, like I, I read somewhere where Buddy had, I think he had already kind of broken into her house. So he mm-hmm. would watch her sleep. And like he was he was basically just scoping out the scene, you know, try to try to get the, the routine. So I think like one of the maybe the day he was gonna spring in action or whatever, I guess Sonya had kinda noticed some suspicious activity and called the folk. And yeah. People are people are weird, but if I was in her shoes, like you said, mentally I would yeah. need a I would need a break because at the end of the day you're happy that it didn't go left, but it could yeah. easily went left. I, I don't is is young clip frozen? <laughs> uh, uh, nothing has changed. Young Cliff is gone. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. I guess we about to finish this out. About to finish this out without without Young Cliff on the structure. More sixties R and B. Nah, man. But uh, that's all I got for SmackDown, man. I mean, it is what it is. All right. You want to take a, a commercial break? Sure, man. Yeah. Cool. Was that Young Cliff? I don't know. Uh, has he been talking the whole time? Probably. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. All right, so this commercial break is, since we didn't get to talk about it, Megan Thee Stallion getting shot in the feets by Shit. Tory Lane. How do you that feel was... about that, young Mitras? No, we were just talking about this shit, man. So... Alright, so when the original story came out, everyone was like, wow, that sounds weird. Tori wouldn't really shoot her, would he? Yes. And then we're going to fast forward <laughs> two weeks later, <laughs> young Meg the Stallion gets on IG Live and says, Tori shot me. And niggas was like, wait, <laughs> he really did this? So everybody's been on some fuck Tory Lane shit. Not everyone. We do have some people, some some Negroes who have been like, who condones hey, shooting? Some, yeah, some coons have been like, hey man, let's wait until we hear the whole story. You know, we didn't hear both sides, motherfucker. She got shot. What's what else story do we need to hear? I, it was the only way that you could say, yeah, we need to hear both sides is if it was a shootout. So, yeah. if Meg was letting the chopper sing in the car while he was letting it sing outside the car. Yeah. But no. Shot her in the feet. And, on another note, if I if I didn't do something, or if the story is a little false to where, hey, he's justified in maybe doing this, I will speak out. Tori ain't saying shit. Nothing. So that nigga's that nigga's guilty. Yes. He would have no reason to ever shoot her. 
ever. No. But the nigga's guilty. He hasn't said anything. The nigga's guilty. And it's fucking. Oh, snap. Young Cliff. Had a wardrobe change. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the good thing about Skype actually being in Goopy now. I can actually just switch to the phone, bro. So, computer. Yeah, computer. Bad computer and bad internet. And, yeah. All right, no doubt. Times. <laughs> we talking about uh, Tory Lane shooting uh, Megan Thee Stallion in the, in the foots. <laughs> you see, this this what we talk about when you leave and the structure of the podcast is gone. <laughs> we don't talk about any wrestling. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, man. These are the chronicles, brother. So these are the chronicles out here. So you got you to let people know what's t- being ex- discussed in the streets as well. So, hey. No oh, man. But, yeah, I just I just don't understand, though. Like, what what was the conversation to just say, hey, I'm a, I'm a shoot you in your feets. Like, were you on your Yosemite Sam? Like, just <laughs> dance? And you were just shooting and she had the two-step out of there? I don't get the, I don't get the circumstances. Nick, niggas' egos and I'm sure some shit was said like, nigga, you ain't gonna shoot shit. You, but... <laughs> Why would I even brandish <laughs> the gun? Girl on the female. Oh, yes. No, if I'm if I'm so from what Meg said, they were driving home. Mm-hmm. So if I'm just driving you home, all I could think of was Tori was trying to, you know, you know what I'm saying, and Meg was on some no shit. So Tori said, "Okay, I'm gonna shoot you." That nigga's out of here, man. That nigga's out of here. Hey, these coons out here are crazy. If we only got one side of the story. Yeah, but that side, right. <laughs> that shot got shot. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, though. You get shot, I'm gonna kind of believe your story. Especially then, if you unarmed. I'm gonna I'm just believe your story. And then niggas are like, oh, she snitched. No, motherfucker, she got shot. She's a victim. She <laughs> snitched, man. Shut the fuck like, Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, and that, man. And that's the it's thing. I, back, back to the streets real quick. For people who ain't in the streets, snitching yeah. is meaning that I am also engaged in illegal activity. Yep. And you are engaged in illegal activity. And either... I need better time on my sentence or I need you out of my way so I can get a better market share of this illegal activity that we are doing together. Not not you shot me for no reason. Yes, I am calling the police, sir or madam. I have done nothing illegal. I am not engaged in illegal activity. You shot me. 911. Help police. Call no. That nigga on the train. <laughs> Help police. But no, nah, man. Uh, Reggie, you, you from Columbia. 
Columbus and, and, and Mississippi. Uh, Smuff, you from Augusta? I'm, I'm from Decatur, man. We from we from areas where niggas do snitch. Yeah, <laughs> niggas niggas are in the streets. Yeah, they and are they are in the streets. We know what snitching is. I feel like people who come from areas where they shouldn't know what snitching is are telling me this is snitching. That's not <laughs> like I said, you, bro. You, you can really tell who's who's about that life or not about um not about that life. You know, since since this whole episode went down, and like I said that it, folks are just tell telling on themselves now, bro. You know who I blame on the confusion of snitching. Yep, Cameron. I blame Cameron. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, taking it back. Years ago, we're talking about who about a good 14, 15 years ago now. There was an interview where the interviewer asked Cam something, and Cam said he would never tell on anybody ever. And the interviewer said. What if there's a rapist just raping people in your neighborhood? Mm-hmm. He said he would move. Because he ain't snitching. No, that is not snitching. That is doing a service to your community. Help, <laughs> help police. Help. Police. Yes, help police. I don't even fuck with the police, but in these circumstances, help police. And if you ever feel scared of the police, but you do see illegal activity that is going on, like a woman being shot for no reason by a five foot two young man, yeah. you can scream out, help police, dial 911, and then you get the hell on. Just to make sure that you don't get shot by the police in Wisconsin. That's a fact. Well, yeah, man. Start calling the police on these niggas. Or just start <laughs> shooting back at niggas. Or, or, or don't shoot women in the. Or don't shoot women. Shoot women. There we go. Don't don't shoot anybody. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, some nigga should be shot. Hey, hey man. Hey, bro. <laughs> All right. Um, huh? Do I have any more commercial breaks? Any more? Any more things in pop culture before we go to this payback? Uh, payback predictions. Not necessarily pop culture, but but you know, big shout out to Renee Young who did everything for WWE for like almost the past decade, and she's branching out on her. Branching out into other endeavors, so yeah. Big shout out to her. Everybody yeah. takes that's out. That's a um, yeah. I mean, that's that's a big loss for WWE, honestly, man. Like, yes. Renee yes. was on. Renee was out here. Like, she did announcing. She did backstage work. She did hosting. Like, she did it all, man. She just had, you know, a great ability, and a lot of people. You know, I listened to other shows and, and reading articles. People were comparing her to like Mean Gene and like some of the greats because honestly, I mean, she did it all. Yeah. Um, kind of, she did she did it all really well. 
So it's going to be a big loss, man. I just think, um, I mean, you know, a lot of people were like, is she going to go to AEW? But I don't see that, man. I can see her on, like, yeah. doing some, like, ABC-type shit, some Good Morning she's, America, some ESPN. honestly. Yeah, it's like, I can see her doing some next-level type shit. So, man, we'll, we'll see what she does next. But, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's going to be a big loss, though. Yeah, she might can go the coach route, you know, um, coach went to ESPN, but still had those ties to WWE because we know we all know at the end of the day, Vince is not trying to cut ties with none of you niggas who come up on the come up. The Rock is the most what uh, the the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Yep. This nigga done bought the XFL. You don't think that wasn't a Vince move? Relationships. That's you, it. You don't think that wasn't a Vince move? All the way. Vince move all the way. Yeah. So I mean, he he ain't trying to cut ties. So yeah, I, I would I would see her, you know, moving into like ESPN. But I know I know at the same time she did say that she wanted she wanted to do something like on a comedic side a couple of years ago when she was being interviewed either on the network or something. <clears throat> so who knows? But like you said, young cliff, like she was a tremendously talented young woman. Um, I don't see anybody right now who can fill her shoes as to what she could do, you know, put, put her in that, in that role and she'll flourish. I don't I don't know a lot of people that are actually capable of doing that. But uh yeah, she will truly be missed on that yeah. on that yeah. side. But we always have Booker T. Yeah. The book. Just don't just don't take that nigga to a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Look up, look up, uh, this is not for y'all, but for the fans out there, look up Booker T and, and Wendy's. I think it was Wendy's, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. That nigga knocked that off. Nigga, that nigga had something against Wendy's, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, people may have snitched on him. <laughs> he <laughs> definitely snitched on that nigga. <laughs> you see how we bring everything, everything connects. Yeah, well, people sorry. may have snitched on him because you just can't rob four Wendy's in the in the local community and not think you're going to get caught. Just wake up. Hey, y'all want to rob this Wendy's up the block? What about this Wendy's down the block? Why do we have so many Wendy's? <laughs> Wendy's is this? People used to love Wendy's like that? So uh, apparently they did in Houston. Oh, no, but that nigga was robbing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we're good on that. Um, pop culture, anything else? We talked about the the Chad Chadwick. We talked about Meg. Am I missing anything that is of importance? Oh shit, we didn't talk about Hamilton. Hamilton, oh. who? Oh yeah, I'm about to say, I know the, the play. I actually saw it on Disney Plus a couple of weeks back. Oh shit. Hamilton, man, the, the, the great, the, the greatest uh, Broadway musical of all time, man. It came out on Disney Plus. You didn't see it? I thought we were talking about Anthony. My bad. 
I should have figured we weren't when I ain't seen no catfish or collard greens magically appear <laughs> on my desktop. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but I saw me. I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. Yeah, man. Hammer to my shit, man. But no, nah, man. That's everything, man. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's really check out Hamilton. You are ready. Check out Hamilton, listeners. All right. So we got the the payback predictions. Oh, we're gonna talk about AEW right quick and and Brody Brody Lee and the Dark Order. Look, looking like they're, you know, the big problem right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, we're real quickly on our AEW standpoint because we don't want to leave out AEW in the in the mix. So, we had, um, what is it called? Was it All Out? No. What was the pay-per-view? No, no, it was just a Saturday show. Oh, it was no, just it was a Saturday. Yeah. Saturday because yeah, of the playoffs? Yeah, so um, the TNT Championship was Cody versus Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper, for those who don't watch AEW. And you can tell there is a, a big difference in how Brody Lee is actually being utilized in another in another promotion than he was in WWE. And there has always been discussions as to why isn't this six foot nine giant not being utilized to its full potential? And now AEW is really seeing that they do have a gym and a monster who can actually talk and move in the ring. That being said, they gave the young man the belt in a squash match, which means that he is basically being pushed to the moon in his, what he's been there for about five or six months now. Like, he came in right after everything shut down. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much playing the McMahon character, <laughs> which makes it even more ironic. Yeah, but I mean, I've been, you guys know, I've been a, a fan of Brody Lee for the longest. And I always wanted him, always wanted him to be somebody in WWE, especially after... Uh, he had a match with Dolph Ziggler going for the Intercontinental title and they tore the house down. And it was still nothing from nothing from the booking side on either one of those gentlemen after that. It was like, we just had this great match and y'all don't give a fuck. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Yeah, but it was like after that, I wanted him to to be something and it just never came to fruition. But now it's good to see him flourish in AEW. It's good to see John Moxley flourish in AEW. It's always good to see Chris Jericho be able to be the creative genius that he is and to switch up. This nigga has had three gimmicks in the COVID era just because he feels like it. The late champion, the demo god, just making up shit as it goes. Because why not? Yeah, why the fuck not? <laughs> and that's because that's Chris Jericho's strength. What'd you say, Young Cliff? I said I said basically like y'all said, man. The man, like I said, I think he's I said probably one of the top, not just wrestlers, you know, just top wrestling mind that we still got. And 
He just, again, why not? Why not do three gimmicks and put all of them over? And puts all of them over. I mean, he's actually making a program with Orange Cassidy work. Wait. Uh, get it straight. Anybody who works with the freshly squeezed one yeah. is going to work. Because I don't know what it is with Orange Cassidy, but he is the greatest thing to happen to wrestling in a long time. I don't know why. It just <laughs> it just is. I, I don't know when or how I became a fan of the orange one. Uh, and not the fucking president. No, but fuck that guy. Fuck him. Uh, but no, man, he... Uh, he got something, man. I don't know what that it's is. Like, and that's the thing. Like, we it's don't like, know whatever, what it is. Y'all, whatever it is, he has it. We always talk about it, and yeah, he has it, or she has it. Orange Cassidy, like I said, if y'all want to really know what it it is, or what it tangibly is, the freshly squeezed one is, is Exhibit A. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just like... The matches are good, but it's just like he does the little things. He makes you want to watch him. And in wrestling, it's all about can you get eyes? Can you yeah, get he, eyes? He's, at the he's doing that, man. Perfect example. That. Hulk Hogan is one of those. I think he, he, he would be a whole lot bigger if they were actually still having, you know, audiences or at least still, you know, touring around so they can actually, you know, get a better gauge of, you know, how the rest of, you know, the country are just, or, or just, you know, how, how different arenas, you know, would definitely catch that. I think that's somebody that, you know, he probably would have blown up more, you know, had it not been, you know, for the COVID era. So it's crazy out there, guys. Yeah. Again, somebody who's, who's still eating. Yeah, he put, he puts, he puts eyes on him. Kind of, yeah. kind of like under in the in the realm of Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was a terrible wrestler. But if you were a fan of, you know, golden age wrestling, that eighties, you were gonna look at this terrible wrestling man because he, he just whatever he did, it just drew you to him. And it's kinda like that feel of Orange Cassidy. You're waiting for him to do this lazy ass thumbs up. You're waiting for him to do these lazy shin kicks. You're waiting for him to do this kip up. You're waiting for his, for his glasses to come off his face. You're waiting for him to jump out of the ring. It's mm-hmm. just he he has us. He has everybody. He got it, another person on AEW's uh, pack that has people is MJF. This nigga, this nigga's twenty three. And and bro, like he 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 is there. He got it. (laughs) Like he he understands. Not to cut you off, young smug. No, it's all good. I had nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) He he gets the subtle nuances of being a heel. Like he does the small things where you like. That's that's it. Like. That's what you're supposed to do. He and somebody—I think somebody wrote about this—but he is a better version of the Miz. Yeah. And I can see what that person was saying because 
personally, I don't care for the Miz. Eh, he's cool, but like MJF is like that's it, man. That's what you're supposed to do. And and I didn't know he was 23. I knew he was young, but yeah, 23. Yeah. Like nigga, man. Yeah, he's gonna be out of here, man. Right, I, I, I think I think unfortunately with with the Miz and some of his heelishness, I think a lot of his heelishness comes off as more X Pac heat pop stuff instead of be like legitimately looking like like yeah yeah you a douche in real life and I just don't like you because who you are as a person. MJF is perform instead of his he's performing out there. He is actually he it, it, it's good. Like I said, I want to hate MJF. I want to be like I'm like. Like you prick, but damn you good at it. Damn you good at it. Though. Human. Like, you him and Rand Man. Him and Rand Man got it. They got it, man. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't I don't know and, anything about I don't think I've seen a MJF wrestling match. And for me, this is just my opinion. For me. If if you're a great heel, I don't I don't care about your matches. I just want to see what you do on this mic, how you get into your opponent's head. That's why, yes, sometimes I do get upset at Rand Man. But I know that the build to the match is going to be epic. Mm-hmm. Let us not forget the House of Horrors match. Terrible match, but the build up ran man burnt down Bray Wyatt's house and stood there and dressed slacks and posed while the house was burning down like he wasn't committing arson. That's great heel work. I did this, hands in the air. Another, another, I'm out. We can close out, but another good thing about MJF is he he does very well on social media as well. So he gets it when it comes to the new age wrestling and how that's supposed to work. He's a heel on social media and he does it very well. Him and King Corbin. Yep. <laughs> Just Killing that shit. healing it up on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like I said, man, I think I actually made this. I'm just make this one final point, and we could and we can move on though. But I think I made this comparison with Randy Orton before about he's that worker at work that you that yes he'll skate by and he probably got the job because of because of nepotism. But you know what? If the dude is focused, you you get reminded from time to time. Dude is actually really good at what he does. And that is Rand Man to a T. Like I said, man, I think he's definitely had an MVP year in terms of the, in terms of you know being a heel. We said I think honestly this has been some of his best work of his career. If you if you, you know water, you know want to keep funky, but yeah, like I said, that when 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 the dude's on, you got to you got to give him props, and Rand Man deserves all the props right now. Yep. Payback predictions. Let's go. What are these matches, old as Demet Doctor, old as Demetrius? <laughs> All right, we're gonna start. From, we're gonna start from the bottom of the card, and uh, yeah, man, we can kind of do some skips if y'all niggas want to. It's all good. 
I don't know uh, the matches. Shit. <laughs> Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles for the Intercontinental Championship. I didn't know that was happening. AJ he Styles. They were actually ready to get the game. Damn. Or, or maybe Jeff Hardy, because I think Sami Zayn came back with a belt. I saw in a in a picture. Yeah. I'm going Jeff Hardy. Same, I go with Jeff too. It's like Jeff, like I said, it looks like Jeff and Sam might actually be the be the long term, and that actually could play into what you said, Smuff, about AJ maybe maybe even going over to Raw in the future, in the future, you know, draft. So I'll, I'll go with Jeff Hardy as well. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. All right, we got Big E getting the push versus uh, Sheamus. Rooting for everybody black, dog. Yep. I think ain't, ain't, ain't nothing changed. Alright. Next we got King Corbin versus Matt Riddle. The bro? I forgot, I forgot about it. <laughs> the King versus the bro. I mean, I know the bro gonna win, but I do love the King. Fuck, I'm going with the King. He gonna lose, I know. I'm, I'm going with the bro on this one, bro. <laughs> Alright, I know. Split that. I, I don't go against King Corbin the hug. Yes. King Corbin doing his job. You gonna put over the bro, man. I know. Uh, next, we have uh, Ray and Dominic versus Seth Rollins and Murphy Lee. Formerly known as Bur- Buddy Murphy. Ray and, Ray and Dominic, they they gotta win one. It's the third. Yeah. It's the third match, ain't it? Yeah, because I think they did they did one with the the eye match that yeah. Ray lost and then Dominic lost, so yeah, they they gotta win. Yeah, I got them winning too. Same, like you said, that so they have, they have to take at least one of them. All right, who got a uh, Randy Orton versus uh, Keith Lee? Rand Man, you going for Rand Man? Yeah, would you? He he in the top few with Drew. No, well shit. Drew might Drew might Okay. I got Keith Lee winning on disqualification. Uh yeah, I was just about to say, man, this might be uh no. one of those no contests where Drew comes out and interferes again. Like I said, I, I I don't see any of them losing clean. Yeah, I think um they're gonna of course make Keith Lee look strong, make him look powerful in this. Um, but like you mentioned, I think it's still going to be a probably uh, McIntyre's going to probably run out. I don't know. A good dusty finish. Yeah. And next for the U.S. Championship, we got Apollo Cruz versus uh, Head Headband Turtle. We got Bobby Lashley. Headband Turtle Man. <laughs> oh, just the blackest match. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going with Bobby, dog. I think, it. I think the Hurt Business needs a title. That's true. That's not the Same. 24-7. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. I was just about to say, this is do a die for the Hurt Business. Even though, like I said, I definitely, the like, so Apollo, Apollo has stepped up ever since the U.S. title win, but it's do a die for the Hurt Business now. You got Bobby too, Reggie? Yep. 
right. I'm never going against East Atlanta. Uh, of yes. Thank you, thank you, Apollo Cruz, for putting on for us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> come on, come on, guys. What are we doing? Oh, what's up, man? Everybody good? I didn't see. I didn't see <laughs> you over there. I didn't. I didn't hear you over there. Y'all, y'all niggas told a joke out of here. No, no, we're good. <laughs> How All you right, doing? Next we, get, <laughs> next we got uh for the women's tag team. We got Bailey and Sasha versus Nia, Nia Jax. Nia Jax. And uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, the way I want it to play out, I want Nia and Shayna to win so we can get deeper into the Sasha Bailey saga. Yeah. But to do that on payback, yeah. So I'm going to go with Sasha and Bailey. I think this one is a little, a little bit harder for me to choose because I think the more intriguing options could happen with uh, with the Shayna and and, and Nia and Nia Jax win mm-hmm. because that's like definitely definitely push the inevitable. I'm I'm a play spoiler. I'm I'm going with, I'm going with the odd couple Nia Jax and Shayna. This one, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping this this they let this play out a little bit more. So I'm going for Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, like I said, I definitely wouldn't complain if they did. Like I said, still enjoying the shit out of and go to role model. All right, last match for the Universal Championship. Uh, we got Bray Wyatt, the champ, versus Braun Strowman, uh, Roman Reigns in a no holds barred match. There was no holes barred now? When the hell no that happened? Well? It happened yesterday? Uh, yeah. Sometimes. Maybe doing that, doing the, you know, contract signings. According, according to CBS Sports. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> um, I'm going with The Fiend because I think that the, the program is more so catered towards Roman and Braun to do their to do their thing probably without a title right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with the Fiend winning. Yeah, I've seen retaining as well. Like I said that even even though we got <clears throat> even though Roman Roman and his new teeth and his new partnership with Heyman is intriguing. I still think we're probably gonna go a little bit longer before we see the belt back on the big dog, so uh, for you, we changed. But keep uh, in mind. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, old ass. my fault. Nah, you good. I'm gonna go with Roman, man. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna put put the belt on him, man. I just got a feeling. But keep, I mean, they're gonna do it. I just think they're gonna do it early and do it now. Yeah. Keep in mind, uh, Goldberg still has two or three matches on his contract for this year, That's so true. there there is potential that Roman could win. So that we can see Roman Reigns get hurt by Goldberg. Without a crowd this time, though. Ooh, ooh. What if Roman Reigns versus Goldberg? Goldberg tries to kick Roman Reigns in the face, knocks out his new teeth. That'll be the That's funniest sad. thing of 2020. That, that 
that certainly sounds like like peak WWE back during the nineties, bro. Mm. I'll be all for it. All right, man. So that's the payback card. That shit whack. That shit real whack. <laughs> I might, I might skip it though. I might just watch the triple threat to see where's the campaign going. No mic for me. Not watching that shit. <laughs> Not even for the Apollo and Bobby Lashley in the streets. Nah. <laughs> nah, bro. Fuck, fuck the streets. <laughs> Alright man, well shit, that's everything. Uh any last words before we wrap this thing up like a baby? Uh shout out to the stoop man. Uh shout out to uh Jay Denson, uh fellow stoop OG. He had a procedure done, just wanna shout him out. He's a wrestling fan, he tunes in, so yeah man. Hope you have a speedy recovery. But that's it man, shout out to the stoop. Y'all niggas wash your hands, go protest, stay away from niggas. Yeah, of course. Same here. Say shout out to shout out to the stoop as always. Rest in peace, said and and say and, and the cops out there stop shooting black folks because you're too cowardly. All right. That being said, rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman. Stop shooting women in the foots. Take your vitamins. Say your prayers. Don't do school. Eat your milk. And please, it's been six months since I said this. Stop sharing blunts. You niggas gonna get sick. And hookah. And oh, stop stop sharing hookah. (laughs) It smells like bus exhaust. And LeBron, cut your fucking hair off, man. Come home. (laughs) Come home, LeBron. That shit is terrible, bro. (laughs) I I did it, nigga. You can do it. Come on home, man. Join the Join the family, dog. It 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 needs to stop. You got sons, my nigga. <laughs> be, be an example to your sons, nigga. Your sons. <laughs> don't be don't be a victim. Be an example. You out here looking like a victim right now. It's bad. Terrible, nigga. And we out. Oh.